Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. I hate the stuff off of bananas because they look like snot. You know, we're recording right now. (laughs) You might as well repeat it again. But have you noticed how the little, those stringy things on bananas? Yeah, I can't eat the stringy things off bananas. But if they, if you let them sit around and they get brown, they look like snot. I don't like them. Sorry. Okay. Let's start the show. Okay. Welcome, welcome to the show, Peculiar Podcast. I'm Pat, and that is Lisa. Uh, breaking news, if you're just eating a banana right now. Here's two things that uh, annoy me. They don't have anything to do with anything germane to what we're doing here, but I just have to get this off my, my chest, my chicken chest. Okay, one is that this sounds so churlish, but... It bugs me. Okay. Uh, when you were a kid, when you were a girl, when they told you, let's say you're going to talk about yourself, uh, Dolores, and Marjorie, mm-hmm. you're going to say, you would be admonished to say, Dolores, Marjorie, and I, mm-hmm. or Dolores, Marjorie, and me, mm-hmm. went to the movies. Right. right? You, you always put yourself last because it was rude. So you remember that rule. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Nobody does it anymore. Yeah. They put me first. Yeah, me and Jerry were going down to town. Me and the Pope were standing out on the balcony. Me and Jesus. I said, "Wait a minute! What are you putting me your na- own name first? That's that's not that's that's not right." Wow! I hear it so much; it just bugs the crap out of me. I know it's maybe not that big a deal, but when did in this age of me first, it literally has become me first. I'm going to put my name first, and then. Uh, whoever else I'm talking to will get secondary position. But wouldn't you agree that that's not really what it's about? It's more about formal grammar and and in our when you're casually talking to somebody, if you were to if you and I are sitting around knocking back beers and smoking cigars, and you said, you know, Lise, Patty and I went to the, I'd I'd be like, why are you being so formal with me? You know, you'd well, say, I'm not being formal. I'm being correct. But doesn't it sound formal to you? Well, I guess when you put it that way, but me and Patty, Patty, Patty Chris, John Keister, and I—it's very formal. Well, I wouldn't say and I'd say and me. I know. Yeah. But anyway, you, I I just for what it's worth, I'm just putting it out there. So you don't like it when people start with me, me and I don't. Joe, me and Joe went to the. No, it sounds egotistical and inappropriate. I don't think it's being e- e- egotistical. I think though, it's is being subtly, uh, unwittingly egotistical. 
I think it's just it's just a bad habit. Doesn't mean they th- that they you're no. making you're skipping a lot of steps here from somebody using improper grammar to all of a sudden well, being a using, narcissist. But why are they be using improper grammar? Why don't they know this stuff? I ch- I maintain they choose they choose not to use the proper grammar because they want to put themselves on top of the pedestal. Do you That's cor- my opinion. I'm Brian Johnson. Do you correct me? I'm Brian Johnson. Hey, feeling good was good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Good enough for me and my Bobby. Do you correct people? No. Because I have a hard time with that. I am want I want to correct people sometimes, which that's egotistical. Yeah. Just because they made the mistake. No, I know. Yeah. I don't have to be the sheriff. I of used it, to do it, and I make mistakes all the time. Oh, I know. You used to be annoyingly. I know. You used to. And you're absolutely right. It's annoying. Yeah. Who made me the czar of language? So, I can privately so you just bear it now. You yeah, just, I just uh, bear it. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> And anyway, all I'm doing is slavishly following a rule that somebody else made way long ago. That's true. Oh, you always put me after the other names. So I'm, I, you know, I'm not, I'm just maintaining a rule that was in place. Right. Uh, and maybe people who don't follow the rule, maybe they're on, uh, a little smarter than I am. And egotistical, according to you. I think so. Yeah. I love what else the, is bugging you? I love the word narcissism. Yes. This is, this is the one that bugs me. And you hear it all the time. Most recently, last a uh, couple days ago on The Tonight Show, they had Matthew McConaughey on the show, who I still maintain, he's he's up for an Oscar this year. He's won a boatload of awards. I just saw his movie, The yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, you did? And he lost 45 pounds to play. He's phenomenal in that movie. Yeah, I'm sure he's great and all that. Oh, but listen I st- to this. No, no. I still maintain he was awful. Awful in that submarine movie you liked so much. I don't even know you. Oh, yes, you do. U571 is one of the best submarine drama it, movies out there. It's a fine movie, but he's awful in it. He's terrible. What you? you he's know got what, one look you, on his face the whole yeah, movie. because there's one thing happening. That's only, They're gonna die! We want somebody that has no range at all. Hey, no, let's hire Matthew McConaughey. He'll be perfect. Trapped in an enemy submarine. Everything's in German. I can't even the dog. Deep in hostile waters. The key to victory rests with nine men. And eight actors. They sent every ship in the Navy to destroy you. They're not going through a whole bunch of different scenarios. There's one thing that's going to happen. They're going to get their butts blown out of the water. Why didn't they hire a monkey to play the part then? If oh, that's how dare you. Trapped in an enemy submarine. I need speed. Everything's in German. I can't even the door. He was awful in the he movie. He was not awful. No, he was. He yeah. had his mouth open. <laughs> he looked like that, that painting Scream. That's what he looked like the whole movie. I hate you right now. <laughs> No, that's you want to see my... me with my shirt off? No, okay. That's one of my favorite movies. Well, okay, maybe and, and maybe I need. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, I just think... remember thinking maybe I'm resentful because he's so good looking, and I wanted to. That could find, be it. I wanted to find something wrong. I don't with think him. that's it at all. I'm just being picky, but God, he was stunk up the place. <sighs> I, if I was on that submarine, I'd say, you know what? I know we're underwater, but I got to crack a window. This guy smells so bad. So bad. Stop picking on him. But now, I will say this. I saw Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, things he's like, phenomenal. And he's it. great. He he really has. But I would think he would tell you this, except he won't. 
you know, probably take my call, but he would say uh, that he's stepped up his game and become a better actor over the years. Well, he was really um, known a lot for his B-comedy rom-coms that were really stinky and awful. Yeah, yeah. And he's now really coming in. This is his first nomination ever yeah. for, uh, I think you'll really like him in this role. He really, well, boy, most he's got some teeth in this A lot of people one. think he's going to win this thing. Yeah. But I want Bruce Dern to win for personal reasons, of course, right. uh, for Nebraska. But uh, I don't hear much buzz about mm. that, so... By the way, I, I'm going to do this Bruce Dern bit on mm -hmm. the 206 yeah. show, TV show that we do. Are you? I, I don't. I haven't figured out what I'm going to do yet. I just think I want to do him and then have my son be the kid, the kid. from the movie. Yeah. I don't know how many people have seen the movie. But I thought, what is his voice like? And then I heard Bruce Dern on a sports show, of all things, where he uh, displayed a remarkable knowledge of, of Seattle sports history. And, and his voice is like this. Yeah, and, and I like uh, downtown Freddie Brown and... Uh, wow. Well, he's 77, uh, uh, right? Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to be able to... Sick, but... Yeah. He's 78, 77. Hang on. Okay. Oh, jeez. I just started smoking cigars. Yeah, but see, now you're not going to be able to do the bit on to the 206. Yeah, I can do it. No. And, <laughs> you can do different takes of it and all that sort of thing. And, Dad, you can't go... Let me ask... Let me throw this out there. What would you think of this? Where, where are you going, Dad? I'm going to Tequila. What? Why are you going there? I have to, I think I won a million dollars. No, you didn't win a million dollars. Well, okay, I'm going to go. Or how about this? He thinks he's, we call the movie Nigeria instead of Nebraska. <laughs> oh, even better. And he got a thing in the email yeah, that right. says, yes. <clears throat> I'm walking to Nigeria. Dad, you can't walk there. I'm going to try. <laughs> but, Dad, you, you can't. It's too far. It's thousands of miles. I'm going to start right away. <laughs> I haven't figured out. I just want to do some sort of send-up of Nebraska and, and then, of course, the fun of shooting it. In right, and, and because and in, in honor of our friend Bob Nelson who wrote that. We're going to try to get him on, too, before the Oscars. Yeah, talk about that. See, see what's hap happening with so him. So you done so, um, bashing on uh, Matthew McConaughey? You yeah, finished with that? I really went off on a tangent, didn't I? Yeah, and okay. you know what? That's so the, here's the thing. That's the reason the I brought him. That's not the first time you've bashed him the, either. I know. It's because it, I'm small and petulant. You kind of are. Yeah, but uh, he's fine. No, he's fine. I, he's But he's he's good now. I, I like him. I link, when, and I saw Lincoln Lawyer. I thought, no, he's this is not a different guy. He's a good actor. He's good. So what? This you went a whole long way to get back to the other thing that was bugging you yeah and which is and this is what he was he said this phrase that i hear all the time and it drives me insane i know what it is let me guess let me guess go ahead at the end of the day no he didn't say that oh don't you hate that though oh sure at yeah. the end of the day yeah Just at the end of the it. day it's night Just stop it that's what um let me no, think. here it is oh go ahead uh i was uh, actually thinking in my head i hear that all the time where else are you gonna think in your some people do I've Jeez. met them. Thinking in my head. What I'm is that? Thinking in my head. It just bugs me. I know it's not a big deal in the grand scheme. Yeah, you're really landscape. prickly about I know. About some really minor thinking stuff. Thinking in my head. Okay. Come on. Okay, so moving on, which I'm always reluctant to do, as you know, but we must. I'm moving on. Well, you know what annoys me. You know what, I mean, it's, is it all everything, right? Everything? Pretty much. <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm moving on.
whole thing about the the juxt- the words less and fewer. Yeah, I know. Which just, but sometimes, I'm not going to win that one. Sometimes I'm I'm afraid to even talk around you because you're just you're so no. I'm trying to be you're so prickly about. I'm trying it. to be a better man about that because it's. Why I must not, Why don't I worry about world hunger and things like that are more important than that stupid right. stuff? But that's, that's or, what or we what or, I do. Or the TSA, like I do. Yeah, and um, you have had more experience with the TSA. I, I went to a, a, on a plane trip recently and went through the TSA, and it was a guy that is a big yes old radio fan of ours. That's I, right. I, have you ever run into him? Yes. Yeah. He's usually the guy right at the front of the line. Yep. He's the first guy I'd check you through. Yeah. And really, really nice guy. Very nice guy. And uh, so that kind of greases the skids a little bit. Mm-hmm. Gets you through the line a little quicker. Doesn't hurt to know somebody, I guess. I guess. Um, it, but but again, I mean, I went through this uh, this the screening a, a couple weeks ago. I'm starting to travel again uh, yeah. more, and I had to go through. Uh, well, let me let me preface that by saying that there was a, a big explosive article that came out in the Post a couple of weeks ago from a former TSA agent who really sort of blew the lid open on all this ridiculous stuff that they actually do that really means nothing and is not saving us from anything. No, I can't imagine that they're ever catching any terrorist at the TSA screening point. And the billions and billions of dollars they spent on these back scanner x-rays that apparently you can actually hide again uh, and get through one of these x-rays. Really? Uh, it's fascinating. Here's how this works. I'm going to try that and just see. You have to put it on the side of your body. If you think about this, your image shows up in white, okay? Anything that is metal shows up in black. The background of that x-ray is black. So if you stick a gun on the side of you, it's going to show up black, which is going to blend in with the black background anyway does that make sense yeah i get what you can't have it on the front of you it'll show up as a gun can't put it in the back can't put it in the back but if you put it on the side because they're only they're only taking a picture of you from front and behind well then they should make you turn like they do in those crime photos turn do a do a side view Well, don't you think it's a little freaking late for that that's their whole point is that this has just been a waste of money and they don't work anyway they don't catch powder the guy who walks through with the powder in his his jock strap from the donuts yeah right they don't catch any of that you get more you get better results with apparently a um uh metal detector for catching guns than you do for these so billions of dollars but nobody wants to admit that they wasted all this money on these these backscatter x-rays that don't work so let's confiscate this guy's corkscrew i'm gonna i'm gonna start opting out i i sort of gave in after all because i got tired of fighting the fight and I just want to travel, and I'm tired. And when you I, travel a lot, sorry to interrupt you. But yeah. When you travel as much as you do, don't you get don't you get some sort of special clearance, or do you have to go through it just I like sh- anybody else who travels? I should. I should. There's a program that you can right. Uh, you should do a pre-screened thing, but that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is that everybody has to be subjected to something that doesn't work by employees who sometimes think that they have way more authority and smarts than they really do. Well, of course. So this TA, this is an explosive um, blog post that was that came out a little uh, a few weeks ago uh, by a man named Jason Edward Harrington. And oh, this, him! This, yeah. This article is entitled "Dear America, I Saw You Naked," and yes, we were laughing, and it 
just is, it's so horrifying to read this. You, There's nothing that will surprise you in this, but it's just horrifying to read it. And Can I uh, do a brief mm, aside? Mm, yeah. Get back. Yeah. Uh, my wife was a nurse, and a, sur- a surgical nurse, uh, years ago. And she would say that <laughs> routinely, just to maybe break the monotony or whatever, if, if you're like a guy or even maybe a, even a woman and you're having surgery done, they if you're like a guy they'll they'll you know while you're knocked out they'll they'll look they'll lift up and look at your nards and do stuff and your nards and goof around with uh-huh. you and uh you know like put eyeglasses on it so that it looks like you know it's an, a nose a nose mm-hmm. coming out with a little beard i mean but this this is what routinely happens and I, and i I think it's okay because this is how you break the tension. It's a those are tense kind of jobs. So you think it's maybe a, the TSA people feel tense too. Of course they do. In fact, most of the TSA officers that he actually spoke to said that you know what we we do kind of feel that the agency's day to day operations are a violation of, of of public trust as well as funds. So there's not so it's it's a little bit gratifying gratifying to know that some of the pe- people on the TSA kind of think it's kind of bullshit. This guy sounds like he's way too articulate to be in the TSA. Oh yeah, he finally quit. He couldn't take it anymore. Um, But he goes into a lot of detail. I don't mean to throw all TSA people under the airplane, but yeah. No, but it's it's pretty explosive. If you get a chance, a lot of Barney Fife mentality. You know, they kind of hitch their pants and they love the idea that they're right in authority. You can be Bill (sighs) Gates going through, and they can still, you know, make you go strip searching or whatever so it's ridiculous so this was published on january 30th of this year uh it first appeared in politico magazine so if you want to read it it's a pretty good read it's it's just a few pages long but so back to me what happened to me a a few weeks ago uh went through the backscatter uh x-ray machine again knowing now now that's the one where you go in you stand in a little booth right put your arms up in the air right yeah you hold your position for six seconds yeah and then come out and wait, and they're looking at your nakedness and every wrinkle and flap and fold and apparently laughing in the back room. Okay. So if there is something that they and, – and, again, everything's so random. They can touch you without having a reason to touch you because sometimes the supervisors will just say, well, just you know, just just pick that person. There's no rhyme or reason to why they touch you. Well, this, For some reason, I am always flagged at these things. I don't know touched? How- uh, I get pulled aside. I don't know if they do it randomly. They do it every, randomly. Every certain number of no, people. No, this but is it's what I'm always telling me. you. I'm always, sir, could you come over here, please? And they want to do a special <clears throat> search. Oh, I'll bet they do. You're cute. That's All the why. time. No, no, no. Are they touching your junk? Uh, yeah, a little don't, bit. How do you feel about that? It's kind of nice, really. <laughs> you never told me that you had your junk touched. No, I guess I'm... I'm kidding about that. No, but I, it, it, you feel like it, they've touched everything but that, you know? Well, no, they're supposed to. That that was what the new pat-down rules, what everybody was having issues with, because they have to. Basically, the TSA are instructed to slide their hands up your leg until it stops. For some guys, that'll be until sooner. Until your leg stops? That'll be sooner than other guys. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. No, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. please warm my wiener. on Oh, my wiener. So that's never, you've never been touched there. No, I can't say I haven't, but I'm annoyed. Well, it's not a full pat-down. It's almost as if my name is in some... It's not. Okay. It's not. Trust me. Why would I get stopped all the time? I I don't know. 
it's probably not all the time. You mm-hmm. probably just feel like it's yeah, all the I time. Yeah, I feel like it's all the time. So I was actually pulled aside and said and by a TSA that said, ma'am, I'm going to have to touch your breasts. I'll is do this it. a woman or a man? It's a woman. There'd be okay. no way. Um, and I just that somebody that I don't know saying to me they're going to touch my breasts you can see already what that does to me. Why why would they why do they do why? Why would they do that? You you deserve an explanation. Well, I've learned not to mouth off. Well, Did actually, they think that they were, might potentially be torpedoes? <laughs> <laughs> I actually they were looking pretty good that day. Mom's got a squeeze but she wears on a chest. But when daddy comes home, he never gets no rest. Cause she's playing all night. It's just, uh, I, I, and I've learned because I've I've had situations. They can do whatever they want. They can make you late for the flight. They can escort. So why even go there? But I just, and she did say I'm going to do it with the back of my hands. So I actually went home and researched this because I wanted to know tactile feeling and discovering things is with the fingertips. How is she going to know what I'm packing in there with the back of her hands? Does she have gloves? Does that make sense? Does she have gloves on? Yeah. That's not the point, though. Well, it's your tactile feeling. I mean, I can't do a thing right? with gloves on. You can't really feel anything. You can touch my boobs with the back of your hands because you're not going to feel anything. You want to? Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's just find out. I'm kidding. I mean, it's just for the purposes but... of this podcast. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not trying to be fresh, as they say. <laughs> but so, so two things. I have to have them touched. So the, and no, I, and the other thing. Sorry is, to be so graphic, but do they go up? You have do you, they go up inside your brazier? Is that what they do? Are you nuts? No. What? No, they're on the outside of my clothes. What are? Her hands. Oh yeah, but I mean, you're still. So she's not under your shirt. Oh, for God's sake, no. Okay, well that's what it made it sound like. That's what it feels like. That's the violation it feels like. I, I, and I, 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 just, I just stood there and I said, because I don't know if she was waiting for me to say okay or not. And then she said, we can go. I said, just, yeah, let's just get it over with in a very snotty tone, of course. Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, baby. She said, we can take you into a private screening. And I'm thinking, oh, that's better to be molested yeah, yeah. in a dark little room. Yeah, I'd like room. to be alone with you. Yeah, I'd yeah. like you to molest my boobs in a dark little room. No, just do it now. Because if anything goes sideways, I want all these people standing right here to know that she touched my boobs. So it's just it's just horribly, um, it's humiliating. And, and um, I, I was upset. And well, in the other part of it like is it. what and, you what you I can't said. Say at, anything about it. What you said at the in, at the get go is that it doesn't. It's not effective. It yeah. doesn't do anything. What is anything. she going to uncover with like, the back of her hands? You're just having a little party. You know, they're, they're not yeah. accomplishing anything. No, not at all. That stuff. And it's just I I I I am so bothered, and that's why this article. I know that this discussion's been going on for a long time. This article that came out in January was. So impactful to me. Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, babe. I'm starting to realize now that I can say no, and it may impact my travel and my work. Hmm. But you, I, you I can, can opt out. I can say not not just opt when you opt out, you're almost guaranteed a pat down. But I can say no to that too. I might not get where I'm going. Hmm. But why do I have to stand there and be completely? It's you know, and especially for people who have, may have had sexual abuse in their past 
and being touched on by somebody they didn't give permission to touch them. That's a great. It is great, so uncomfortable. For, it's a wonderful issue. You're absolutely right. I I want to know what the hell they thought they were going to discover by touching. That's what I mean. And this is what this you. article talks about: is there's a lot of there's really no rhyme or reason to it. They do it because they can. Hmm. They're not really saving anybody from anything. They just do it because they can. I, I'm hoping that there's going to be a complete uh, uh, revolution and backlash. There is already a backlash, but I'm hoping there's going to be something that changes because this is just, it's America. It's America. And this isn't how we need to be treated here. No. It's really crazy. So well, anyway, especially, that's... Especially since that's they can't say, say, yeah, we caught we caught this terrorist no, because they we can't. touched his boobs. That's right. Yeah. We, yeah. Now, I can't think of a single time I've ever heard it. In fact, when have they caught anybody yeah, anymore exactly. getting on a plane? We found an Uzi in her bra, so it's yeah. a good thing we touched her boobs with the back of our hands. Yeah, because there was actually dynamite inside of her boobs. And why wouldn't they see, and I've got real boobs, so there's nothing showing up on the on the x on the the x-ray thing that would say oh she's got silica in she's there she's got bags of something we you know right. we don't know what's in there um so why touch him i and that's i almost wanted to say you just took an x-ray of them why what are, why do what you, are you looking to touch for them? yeah what are you looking for very upsetting and i was very upset i went straight to the bar god that's mad that makes i me went furious. straight to the bar well, so there how do we do something i mean you can talk about it on this podcast Somebody, this should well, become an issue, it, you know, it, and that, it's, it, that somebody in power it should, should say, be. this is going to end, there's this a, is stupid. There's a lot of people who've already said, you know what, I just can't take, I, I travel by train now and I travel by car, I don't want to deal with it. I've actually looked into taking the train and travel. But you could do, you, do that on your relatively short jaunts down to California, down to California. for example. But the expense, Portland. it's expensive to, to take the train. It is far cheaper to fly than to take the train. Well, that's that's true. And then, of course, there's the time. But, boy, the train is great because you... And they have a you, bar car. They got a bar car. You can bring your laptop with right. you. You can work <clears throat> while you're traveling. <clears throat> yeah. You, you can't work very well on a plane. I've tried it. You can't get anything done. I may try to do that as much as I can this year, um, simply because it is a less stressful way to go. You're right, more scenic. I don't have to be subjected to having any of the train in. Well, I get, if the train engineer's cute, he can touch my boobs, I suppose, just to make sure. Um, but... What do they do? I've I forgot. I haven't been on the train in a while. Do they... Do you go through any sort of formal screening? Uh, you must on a train, I guess. I don't know. But it's nothing as exhaustive just, as that. No, you probably just walk through the metal detector with your luggage and your shoes right. on. I think you're right. You aren't taking anything off. You're not getting patted down. You know you're why not the shoe thing? Your hands. It's because that one putz. I know. Had uh, I know explosive in his, his right. tennis shoes, and, right. that, and so forever after now we have to take our shoes off. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Stupid. Unless you're a senior or or a child. Yeah. Which is stupid because if you're a smart terrorist, you're going to put the explosives in the kids' shoes. That's or, what I would do. Or grandma's shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing them take All right, I'm nail taking... clippers away from grandma is absurd. Well, they've been take they've also taken them away from pilots too, which is another thing this TSA talks about, the absurdity of the things that they've had to take away from people. Right. And it's very random because sometimes I've gone through like I had a corkscrew in my bag and they get, "Oh, okay." You can go ahead. But another time, they'll confiscate it. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on the individual. It's, there's not, That's, There does not seem to be a rigid, everybody does it exactly this way protocol at every 
Every You're absolutely right. He he goes on to say, yes, I, I confisc- confiscated jars of homemade apple butter from grandma's on the pretense that it could uh, affect or pose a threat to national security. Yeah. Feel good about yourself, do you, buddy? He said, "I no, this is the whistleblower. He said, this, yeah. this is why this is ridiculous. He said, I was even required to confiscate nail clippers from airline pilots, the implied logic being that the same pilots who are piloting the plane could bring that plane down with a pair of nail clippers or you don't want them clipping their toenails when they're supposed to be flying the plane (laughs) right (laughs) i know which Ah, planes pretty much fly themselves anyway as you know that the the, being a pilot is like a piece of cake it sounds like now you just basically oh listen to you i'd like Ah. to see you get get behind boeing 747 i did i've done it I was you grounded. Have not. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I've got on one of those simulators one time. Yeah. And uh, I got like three chances to land the plane. Uh huh. Crashed every time. <laughs> well, then what are you over here going? It doesn't sound that hard. Well, in real life, I don't think you'd have to land it. You'd <laughs> just turn it over to the computer. It'll land for you. <laughs> oh God. Oh boy! All right, I'm done. All right, that's all I got. What okay. do you got? Well, I got. Well, I wanted to talk about this story uh, in Snohomish. Oh yes, I saw this. <clears throat> which um, uh, the Snohomish Senior Center, uh, they are shutting them down when it comes to social card games. <coughs> Excuse me. They're running a gambling. They're running a gambling center. That's yeah. why. Yeah, the center applied for its annual license with the state gambling commission to run nickel. Nickel card games, mm-hmm. dime a pop bingo rounds. Yeah, and just all some, these little. Somebody noticed <clears throat> that some of the senior center we're doing was in conflict with a five-year-old city ordinance banning social card games, and so they said, "Nope, you can't do it anymore." <sighs> and the seniors are going, "Hey, it's ridiculous! We're not betting five hundred dollars. We're not going for a thousand dollar prize. We're maybe gonna get eight bucks." Out of the deal, right the hell my heart. <laughs> I know it's so stupid, it but is. it's a rule. And here's the thing with ordinances and rules and laws is that they they don't have any parameters in them, which they should. They you know our pot law actually has parameters, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you if you're carrying around a hefty bag of pot, that's bad. But if you have a, a little like you like to call it a marijuana cigarette in your purse, then that's okay. At least you have a, a you can measure out where you've crossed the line. This gambling rule, according to the Washington State Gambling Commission, it's it's just no. There's no gambling allowed at all. If you're betting pennies, you're breaking the law. Go down, gambling. Much like the TSA, these get people are just full of themselves, and they love the power that they get, and they don't put any perspective into it. Well, no, these are just old senior citizens that have given their whole lives to this right. country and their citizenry, and and we, why do we care that they're making five and five cent and ten cent bets? Yeah, and and maybe their haul of the night's eight whole dollars. Yeah, we have nothing better to do than well, that. Well, they may say, you know, it's the slippery slope. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. Because the, then they're going to the, be. He, he might be doing betting five cents when he's eighty, but by the time he's ninety, it could be up to twenty. No, cents. no, yeah. but but with gambling comes what they could be running prostitution rings sure, out of that senior sure. home. They could be running guns. Yeah. There's all sorts. 
sorts well, of stuff. Make a good point. <laughs> so. Speaking of that, did I? If I've told you this story before, well, let me tell you this story first. My wife's dad, uh, Bert, lived to be nearly ninety-five. Yeah, and so he um, is in a uh, assisted care place, and he's passed away now. But he, <clears throat> when he was in the assisted care place, he loved playing bingo. They, that's one of the most popular games. Because it's easy to play. Everybody mm-hmm. knows how to do it. People get multiple cards. Mm-hmm. And they would bet dimes on yeah. these games. Yeah, that, that. That's all. Just dimes. So one time, and I've, I've shot video of this, and I'll have to I'll have to. Where was the up. Where was the senior's ho- home? Here in Washington? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so that's me. apparently it's illegal. <coughs> Man, that's a good cigar. God. Sorry. And so... He got the, uh, they asked him, Bert, would you would you actually call the bingo numbers in this game? You conduct the game. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he had this big, this uh, cage, you know, with the, with all the balls inside of it. And he'd you'd turn it and mix the balls up. And then he'd reach and open the little door mm-hmm. and read the numbers. And uh, it was hilarious. I shot it on video. Why? Why? What, what did he well, do? Well, because, uh, for first of all, uh, people... Uh, older people especially they can't hear they cannot hear <laughs> and he had he had a voice that you had to get right up next to him to hear him oh so, so he'd he'd do the so he had a soft sound here. well it's just he just he, i don't know what happens yeah right there's no so there's he had no like that voice but, so he'd go he'd, 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 and then he'd go <laughs> and, and there'd be old older ladies going I couldn't hear him. What did he say? What is it? What? I can't hear a damn thing. Speak up. And it was, and and so I taped this whole thing. It's really funny because he's he's trying his best to shout it, and he can't really hear them complaining, and they can't hear oh. the numbers, and it just turned into a catastrophe. And why take away all that fun? Yeah, you know, exactly. Lay off these people. Let so them then, have some fun. So that was his one and only time getting a call bingo numbers because I'm sure the the older ladies went and said, "Ah, he's the worst. I'm never gonna have him back in this game again. He sucks." Now, Mrs. Ferguson, we don't say sucks. Okay, he bites. How about that? He's terrible. Oh, anyway. My wife just brought me this. It looks like a toupee. It's matted hair from one of our dog's ears. Oh. All messed up. That's a pretty big chunk of hair right yeah. there, by golly. It does look like you should save it, though, because it looks like it, you could glue it right on the top of your head. I might need it. Mm-hmm. I might need it very, very it soon. It matches your hair color perfectly. Thank you. So did I ever tell you the story of when Bert... Um, That's Elliot's ears, by the way. Those are Elliot's ears? Yes. Elliot's. Both of them or one of them? Or is that his no, actual no, ear? One. Wow. Keep going, why is he scratching? Uh, got it. I guess I should take a picture of this and put it on our... Don't bring us any more, Patty, okay? Yeah, yeah what, what next? <laughs> I'm not stable, Lisa. I'm going to bring you lots of... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just said... I'm gonna have to beat yeah, that we can't too. Have, we can't say that word. Podcast. <laughs> she should know that. I, I believe I've heard it a couple of times on network TV recently. By the way, have you really? I think that word is becoming okay to no. say. Yeah, because remember when the word hell, you couldn't say hell. Right. Uh, you couldn't say <clears throat> damn. You couldn't say uh, bitch. And those three, right. those three are now 
they're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. On and if I days. and if I may say this, uh, please don't be mad at me, but uh, Nancy Guppy on her show uh, on our show almost live, and this was you know nineties, fifteen years ago yeah. that she was saying this. She did this character called Capable Woman. Yes, which is like this superhero woman that could could do, do stuff that men couldn't. Men would didn't know how to get dressed. Men <laughs> couldn't figure out how to do a budget. And, so capable yeah. woman would show up, and she had a little cape on and a little it was a great bit. And stuff. And and the closing salutation every week was, Wonder Woman may have big tits, but she doesn't know anything about whatever. Right. And 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 they they and went on the air like that. Yeah. I thought, really? When did that become okay? Yeah. But I'd never heard a word about it. Never got questioned about it. I just it just went sailed on through. So. Mm-hmm. There are very few words that are completely verboten anymore. Mm-hmm. And I I guess, you know what? I don't care. It's so silly. Words that people say in everyday life, you somehow cannot say them in certain I know. situations. It's only words, and words are all I have to take your away. for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Join Pat and Lisa online at Peculiar Podcast's Facebook fan page, on Twitter at Mr. Pat Cashman and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Peculiar.